Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Return of the Roommates. Today is Chinese New Year, so happy uh, Chinese New Year. It's the year of the ox. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about board games that have brought us closer together, and these board games can also consist of card games. Um, but we're going to basically kick it off with uh, Seth, who will be talking about Uno and how it brought us closer together. All right. So if you watched or listened to our first episode about Uno, you'll know that we got into a pretty hilarious fight over Uno. Uh, Just brief recap. It was, uh, I mean, go watch that first episode if you haven't already, but basically we got into an argument with Sam over what rules and basically if you had to say Uno when you had your last card. And so go check out our first episode if you haven't seen that already, but that was one of the first games we brought or we played together um, Sam, did you have the first Uno deck, or was it me? Because I remember you had a big case of it was cards. Seth. I I had one. Okay, because I remember at some point I ended up getting a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas Uno deck at the Walgreens down the street. Yeah, <laughs> what? And I, yeah, so okay, maybe that was that. later. So we must have had the original one that we must have gotten at a Walmart or something. I don't but, know. It was just yours because I remember yeah. you threw it away. Yeah, so that that Uno deck is in a <laughs> landfill somewhere at, out of a rage that I threw it in there after a heated Uno game. But after that Uno game, when we all got pretty heated at each other, we ended up buying more decks, or we used Sam's deck or something. And uh, yeah, we I remember we had a lot of Uno nights. Jeez, uh, what was like the biggest? group of people we had playing Uno because I remember no. playing in Canada around like that granite countertop. No. Yeah, Eight yeah, to ten. It was probably like one of them game nights yeah. when we had uh like some of the girls over and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. And um we even brought over what's his name? Cameron? Magic yeah, trip guy, yeah. magician. He came and played once. But there there was that night with Heather and I think Irvin, who were – Irvin kept giving oh, Heather plus four. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was that the game that took three hours? Because I, I distinctly no, remember – Oh, yeah. Last quite long. I mean, we, okay, we had I a few of those. I distinctly remember one game in particular that just went for – it must have been at least three or four hours. It was crazy. It was last until like 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we had a number of games that lasted – two plus hours because we we wouldn't play till someone won we played till there was one loser which means every time someone got out yeah the that's remaining people kept so playing until it was right. one person left yeah well that we played till the end oh go ahead no, I, I was just gonna say there was one time too i remember that uh i got kind of pissed at seth for a bit <laughs> because uh like we were just getting into it i'm just like all right well <laughs> fuck you then i'm gonna take you out with me you're gonna keep shitting on me <laughs> so i just kept playing like a bunch of plus twos and shit oh man crazy. nothing felt better than stacking plus twos and <laughs> if you got to eight or ten it was just amazing but uh i remember the highest was 24 i think oh yeah yeah, I had to drop yeah. that, I think, right? And I started that, too. It we'll went see. around twice. There were like four or five of us, and we each stacked it twice, and it <laughs> ended on me. I screwed myself out of 24 cards. 
or into 24 cards. Because didn't we play where if you did a plus four, you, yes. the person would call the color, and if you had that yes. color plus two, yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. could stack it, yeah. and then like if you played yeah. a plus four, and then the next person played a plus four, that person who played the plus four originally had to draw two cards, <laughs> draw three. three cards. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the or if you played the yeah. same color plus two, oh that's right, the previous plus two, yeah. they had to draw three yeah. also. It was, no, it was anything, anything it was any number. type it was of card, the same card, yeah. exact same, yeah, exact card. same yeah. card. Yeah. card. Just a regular wild card. So like it would be like a skip. Huh? I was I was just gonna say with the skips, like if somebody played a skip, it would skip over the next person. But then if that person played the exact same color skip, then the oh, person yes. two back would get the three. Oh my gosh, that shit was. That remember was the uh, remember the the Uno deck where they it was the first Uno deck or one of the first or I don't know maybe I'm just mistaken where you could draw your own rule on the card. So oh. I remember we we wrote yeah. on it draw draw cards equal to the number of letters in the in the next person's last name or something. <laughs> <laughs> they only have one where it was swap uh, play this card and swap uh, swap hands yeah, with swap the person hands. with the lowest amount. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just like swap hands with someone. Oh, was it? We'll see. But yeah, so. I think Uno was a great gateway drug game for our group because it helped it helped us kind of toughen each other up with all the stupid little house rules we had. And then I swear I became a better gamer playing Uno. It sound, sounds dumb, but just the sheer amount of things that you, that you had to pay attention to. We would literally make each other draw cards if if we asked whose turn it was. It honestly was the most toxic <laughs> of the board slash card games that we yes. played for sure. Everything Ooh, that hold on that might be contentious. I can't think of another one, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah, well, it's yes, at least top I would three. Agree. At oh, least yeah. top three, but I would care to say that it's number one just based off. Like, it's not always <laughs> the most toxic, but it's you're just always on edge playing that. No, game. that's true. It probably is the most toxic. Oh, I know. Maybe the only other one that might. Well, like that got toxic, but it nah. was a lot of it was valid after a while, and then people would just shit on each other. Nah, okay. So, yeah. segueing into other toxic card games, I think this one was brought up pretty early. Might have been before we met Gerald, but it might not have been. I'm not sure. It was in our our second year, I think, or third year. I I don't know. I could be completely wrong in the timeline, but a game that was almost equally as toxic as Uno card game was a little game I like to call Exploding Kittens. Nothing. Nothing. That was my Nothing is funnier than handing Alex (laughs) three cats and then stealing his freaking diffuse. Oh my god, so funny. I remember one game he literally rage quit and left left the apartment or left the dorm. He he was so mad. I just tunneled the shit out of him. Oh man, too funny. Yeah, you're turning the fuck out of me for no fucking reason. <laughs> because I wanted to. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. Well, it, there's always a reason, Alex. Yeah. It's because you're Alex. Nah. You guys fucking sucked. Because if you draw the exploding kit and you die, <laughs> well... you have the defuse card. You can stop yourself from dying. So, my strategy just take all of Alex's diffuses and watch him explode so then I could explode in laughter. 
Yeah, this little shit bag was strictly targeting me. And I'm like trying to be nice. I'm not targeting him at all. And no, he kept targeting me. So after like the third fucking target, yeah, I was like, okay, bitch. But it was too fucking late. I should have targeted him from the start. I think I, I think, <laughs> I think it was planned, Alex. We were like, hey, let's all target Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that a lot <laughs> with everyone. I feel like Alex and I were the ones that got targeted like that the most, though. Well, you, we had to take <laughs> yeah, care of you because you were going to win everything <laughs> if we didn't target you. Because for, for the people at home, I feel like I was the Alex of board games and card games, whereas he was better yeah. at video games. Like, Alex is pretty good at, like, or better than most of us at every video game. And then I feel like I'm the top ranking person in the board games and things like that. So they just try to shit on me from the get go. So I have to pretend like I'm playing like ass and then try to make a comeback victory <laughs> most of the time. The thing though too is like I knew you were doing that shit too. And so then I'd be like, I'd be like, guys, fucking target Joe and be like, all right, get Alex. I'm like, okay. Especially Well, at yeah. that point, we just targeted you because you talked, you know. <laughs> He said something, so we're like, ah, Alex has a plan. Got to get him out. Yeah, because we'll def- I'll definitely revisit that topic when we get to some of the other games. But well, the reason we targeted you was because most of the games we played were deception based so games. Deception. Yeah, and you're way too good at <laughs> disgusting. Which brings us to our next game, made by I can't remember, but it's a part of a larger world. It's called Coup, <laughs> not Coop. <laughs> all you people who always say coop none of you guys because i taught you but a lot of people i hear it says coop the coop coop no it's <laughs> french you idiots anyway sam said parlez vous français <laughs> so coup is a deception based game where you you know you have a few actions you can take and you try to get people's lives by uh, cooing them, cooing the government. It's a dystopian universe type of game. But most of it is revolves around trying to deceive other players into like what you have or what you don't have or what you're looking for. And uh, we started playing that probably the middle of sophomore year when one of Alex's friends brought Koo over, introduced us to it. And he never played with us again, I don't think, but we got deep into those kind of games, deception-based games. It started with Coup, got Resistance eventually, which is part of the same universe, which is I think is even better than Coup. Um, and that branched out into, you know, Gerald gets Sheriff of Hitler Nottingham. and um, a Sheriff of Nottingham. I bought like four other deception-based yeah, games that I played once each that I would have liked to have done more of. Yeah. No, that was coup. That was the oh, that's like right, that's right. coup on drugs. Uh, we played Adelon, that a bunch of times. Which is made by the same. I had like uh, microfilms. I think Irvin had that one. Yeah. Yeah. Irvin had that. It's yes. just that's just resistance, but with a different skin. But uh, yeah, we we got deep into those deception-based games and quickly line. learned that literally could not so be taken lightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what? <clears throat> you know what was the best part is in. Uh, resistance and avalon it's kind of like mafia or or uh yes what's the, what's the among us mm-hmm. where there's some bad guys and there's some good guys and the bad guys know who each other are and the good guys have to figure it out so if you got on the bad guys team the spies yeah. team with Gerald, yeah. 
you're just like Sick, we're winning this one. <laughs> so okay to kind of go in depth a little bit with that though i think one of the funniest things would be when alex and i <laughs> would get on the same team because it would either go like as perfectly as you could being a spy or it would just go down the toilet immediately because like say i started off uh, picking the teams of who's going on the mission or whatever i would pick me and alex just because or like other people would pick me and alex just because you already knew it was going to be a shit fest no matter what if one of us was a spy because we don't care we will play a reject card to like prove that at least one of us is a spy and then it's just a big <laughs> argument over who's the spy the entire match after that and it was just and Irvin and i are always sure. the best the terrible spy <laughs> i'm the worst seth was i'm i'm bad too i'm bad seth was bad no Irvin was the sure. worst because gerald can just look at me and be like he would he would literally do that every game he'd be like seth are you a spy and then i didn't even have to say anything he would just know it's because he's <laughs> laughing. Because you start And Alex would be like, Z, why are you not talking? You're being talked to this time. Oh, you're a spy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think one of Alex's big tells, at least earlier on, was he would just press the yeah. hell out of people. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. like, you're talking a lot right now. Oh, you're not talking at all. Like, that would be Alex's kind of tell if he, if he was a spy or not. Just trying to throw and then somebody be times under the where bus I do that, even twice. I am not a spy, just to fuck with everyone. Yeah, that's the main thing that people don't understand about the deception games. Is even if you're on the good team, you got to pretend like you're kind of on the bad team, though, so that people can't yeah. get a read on you. Well, <laughs> no, yes. no, because yes. no, yes. not uh, in resistance, yes. because the spies know who the the not spies are so that means the only people that the not spies have to convince are the other not spies so pretending that you're a spy doesn't help you at all i'm not saying pretending that you're a spy but i'm saying like you don't We're playing it a little suspicious yeah like you just change up your one, attitude one of my favorite know? moments from that game because eventually you disagree go ahead Alex. <laughs> One of my favorite moments yeah. in that game was when I was I was a spy, right? I forgot who I was partnered with. But the first mission that we have to do, you have to put two people up. And so it was me and Irvin. And so uh, no one had ever done this before. And <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm about to do a reject card. And so that, then that means everyone would know that either me or Irvin is a spy. And so I played that, and then I looked up at her, I'm like, Irvin, you fucking, and then Irvin, so Irvin's super awkward, and so he's, <laughs> he didn't say anything, he just kept laughing, <laughs> he kept laughing, and then everyone thought he was the spy, and I got away with it, and we ended up winning that. Loves it. Yeah, I think it's those kind of bold moves that make that game really fun, especially if you can have like a decent amount of acting in your voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's hard for me to do that. I fucking sometimes I, I have to like control my level. I'll either be too loud or I'll be too quiet. Yeah. I feel like no, I, I feel like the underdog of the deception games is Yeah. Because oh, yeah. he's he's good enough where he can do it, but sometimes 
depending on who's on what team or whatever, it's a little bit easy to figure it out sometimes that he's a spy. But I feel like Sam is definitely underrated just because Alex and Agreed. I have a target on our backs yeah. at all times. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes, like, you guys will not put me on a mission at, like, the first mission or two just because, you're like, <laughs> it's Joe. Like, I'm, we're not putting him on the fucking mission. I'm like, well, that was just long, like, man. Yeah, that's um, even though I sucked at resistance, it's easily my favorite board game of all time. It's so funny and it's just so fun to lie to your friends <laughs> and pretend you're even if you yep. suck, it's just hilarious. Because cause even though they're 99% sure you're lying, you could not be lying to. So it's just it's just a lot of fun. Um, one thing that I would say though is make sure if you're playing resistance with Alex that you give him the right gun. Because <laughs> if you don't, if you don't give Alex the right gun, <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, to get he'll his break the rules gun. of the game to fail a mission, even it's like he's... his binky. Yeah, you gotta yeah. give me the right one, otherwise, you know, I'm just I'll rain madness. <laughs> I think one of the other cool things where it kind of shows how we got closer by doing games and shit like that is when my dad and his girlfriend came oh i remember that that one time uh senior year oh i was gone and, yeah and we ha- were having like a game night and all of that uh i think that was really cool because we all got to kind of hang out and my dad and his girlfriend have heard like like heard how we played games and stuff from like the year before and everything too and they got really into the games and you guys saw where <laughs> yeah. i got my deception skills from <laughs> And all that too, and I think that's kind of one of the things that shows how close we got, and uh, just people that you guys have never met, and uh, they never met you guys before either, and just how the day went really well, and that night was really after fun we too. got. I was gone for that. After yeah, I'd say after we got into Uno, and then like eventually we got into Resistance and the Kooniverse and Koo and Avalon, Secret Hitler, and Sheriff. <laughs> we needed somebody to explain us how to play these games and it was cool to kind of see that we all had developed roles (laughs) and you could see like certain people are good at certain types of games but no matter what we were doing gerald was easily the if if we were taking the shrink wrap off a new game the first thing we're gonna do is hand it to gerald to explain us how to play it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I, it's got away with one. I, I think a lot of that came from growing up as a kid. Uh, my dad and I would play a bunch of card games and board games together. And same with uh, his mom. Uh, I'd play a lot of games with my grandma uh, when I was growing up. So board games were just in my blood by that point. And I think that has a lot to do with it for sure. And then Gerald would explain all the rules and we all wouldn't pay attention or get confused. And then we yeah, have to play I it out so that we could actually learn doing. it. <laughs> I think that's most games, yeah. though. You you don't un- fully understand right. it until you start playing, and you're like, "Oh, okay." So, do you have ahead, Alex? But I'm okay. I was just gonna say, do you have anything to add, Z? Because you've been over there quiet, like you usually are in resistance. <laughs> be, be, be. <laughs> All right, well thank said. you. <laughs> um, so, Deception games were probably one of our favorite genres of board games to play, I'd say. Uh, 
However, we played a bunch of different types of games. One game that I thought was pretty cool that I had brought that not really everybody got into, um, but Sam especially got into, was there was this tabletop game uh, that uses <laughs> miniatures, and it was called Star Wars X-Wing. And I just had the core set, so it was r- right in the first couple years that the game was out, I think. Um, and it's a game where you have all the little, like, one. if you have the core set, there's one X-Wing, and then there's two TIE Fighters, so you choose whether you're the Rebels or the Empire. And then what you do is you secretly choose how your ship's going to move. And then, I mean, Sam can easily explain it better now that he's played so much. But you use, like, templates to move your ship around like a table. And Sam got so into it, so much, in fact, that I got out of it and sold him all my ships. And then he ended up just going off in a... But Sam still plays X-Wing to this day, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been playing for... Four yeah. years now, Holy since fuck. December 2016. Um, so a little over four years. Wow. And uh, I've played probably the equivalent of a game a week since then. So, well, it's probably more than that. It's probably like three games every two weeks. So what is that? Like five, 600 yeah. games? Something like that. Um, and they're long. They're like an hour and a half, two hour long games each. Uh, and I've also sunk like way too much money into it because the models are incredibly detailed and expensive. But yeah, we we each played a little bit in senior year. I think I got Gerald into it a little bit enough where he would play with me sometimes. Um, you had to do a so little bit fun. of convincing to get me to play yeah. most of the time because it's not it's not a quick game. You gotta no. You gotta invest it's a lot of time yeah. for sure, especially it's setting incredibly, up. And, yeah, that. it's incredibly complicated. Um, not so much once you start playing it, but there's a million different cards you need to know every single card of, and you know that kind of thing. But yeah, I've that's my favorite game of all time easily now. But of course, just by chance, no one else in this group really plays it. So yeah, I just thought it was playing cool with that. other people. I got Sam into that, but he got so good at it that I just stopped playing because I just couldn't beat him. No, but he was so good. I remember. You still get your ass whooped by Gerald. Who, me? What? Hmm? That's because I gave oh, yeah. Gerald like the greatest list that they ever came up with. No, I, 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 and nah, that was the one thing Sam would mm-hmm. pretty much win. I, remember I think he I was like, Gerald, I, I won't bug yeah, you for drinking. Once you try X Wing with me. <laughs> Bribe. <laughs> That's nothing to do with him beating Bribe me. to get him to play, yeah. Yeah, that was just a bribe. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed just seeing him expand into that. We had a couple of uh, icebreaker games for people that we would bring over to the apartment. And I think I think one of my favorite games... Oh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. But one of my favorite games to break people into the group... Uh, was called the Oregon Trail card game. <laughs> and oh, so I remember <laughs> going on the trail. <laughs> I remember when people would Why did because I remember specifically how we got it too because there was one day where I remember the Target in town or something had this huge massive sale on board games. Yeah, and it was yeah, and it was right yeah. when we were in the heat they of do it buying every year. all the expansions and trying out new games and all this stuff. So 
I remember picking up Oregon Trail. I don't even remember how much I paid oh. for it, but it, I, it wasn't that expensive. But it was just so funny because the, what makes that game so funny is if you've ever played the actual video game version of it, you know that you'll pretty much never live. So that pretty much translates over into the card game. But it was just so funny because the few times where you could actually beat the Oregon Trail, oh my god, so epic. Because you just died to RNG and just random, like, you you would just draw a card and it would be like, yeah, you died from uh, Snakebite or some stupid bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah, you'd have all the resources <laughs> to combat sickness and illness and your wagon breaking down and all the roadblocks you would have on the Oregon Trail. And then, nope, you just draw a card and it says you were dead. So quickly we learned and Gerald taught me and made me a lot smarter. And he was like, yeah, literally bodies are the best resource in the game because you could have up to six people. But it was funny because it had this little, like, um, <laughs> this little, this little dry erase oh, board where you could write the name down of your person <laughs> and then when you died you could at least write on the tombstone on the back of the board that. saying how you died yeah your epitaph or something so your yeah that epitaph. was one of my favorite uh games we used to break people in is new people used to come over and, and we used to be like yeah let's let's take them on the trail i think the one thing that made that game so fun for that for those reasons is because it it was a cooperative game if one person made it to the end mm-hmm. of the trail it was a collective win you know so it wasn't like we were trying to go up mm-hmm. against each other it was us against the game <laughs> and i think that's what made it a really good icebreaker because all of the other games we would Oh, most of us don't have much sympathy for new players. Which is trying to shit on XX, get yeah, you either friend. learn or you or you drown. Yeah. And I think that's what made it a really good icebreaker game because everybody's working together, you're helping other people out with resources, yeah. things like that. The uh, next game would be Catan. Yeah, talk about Catan. Alex, I think you'd be the biggest expert on this one. Fuck yeah. So basically, I play uh, Settlers of Catan, or I don't know, Catan. Some people say it differently. Yeah, I'll take Catan. Um, Yeah, it's Catan. It's Catan. But basically, it's like a strategy board game, and uh, you have to reach like 11 victory points, and victory points are measured in like settlement. I'm not going to get too much into it just because there's so much. I could literally spend a whole fucking episode talking about it. But basically, um, I play this board game with my family at home. And so I thought it would be a good idea to bring it uh, to my roommates. And my parents got me um, the first set uh, as a Christmas gift. So I was like, oh, shit, yeah. So, of course, I brought it over. Um, And so we played it, and I was explaining all the rules to them and how everything worked. So the first game we ever play, you know, I I think I was moderating it. And I wasn't really playing because I wanted to make sure everyone was – doing the correct moves but basically after that um that's when i joined in and everything and uh we had like really good games uh there would be some games where straight up i would just fucking murder everyone and win um but i remember one game that was like hella fucking close was basically like so I was winning already. I was like one point away from winning. 
And um, no one wanted to trade with me or anything. And I could, I was kind of getting <laughs> nervous because Gerald had his like winning attitude on. <laughs> and so um, I was like watching him. <laughs> I was evaluating the board, reading everything, making sure like, okay, what can he do to possibly win and shit? And so um, every time it came to his turn, I was getting nervous because I was like, like, don't get the fucking points. All right. Um, but basically, like, you know, long story short, I ended up getting cards that I needed and I won the game. I haven't been beaten in like a roommate only game. I have not lost. <laughs> you sure about that? One time. No, 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 no. That's I said roommate, damn, that's roommate a damn. only. I remember Sam roommate, roommate only. maybe once and Joe. Yeah, I know. I heard oh, you. L- listen. Yeah. Listen. I've I've won. No one I, has no, I don't, me I've never fucking Catan. The only time you did not fucking beat me. You. <laughs> you're fuck. You're, you're dumb. You're dumb. I beat you. This you is fuck. our board game. That's what's going. <laughs> Garbage. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's what Sam does. He just says shit just to get under Alex's skin. Yeah. <laughs> it could be true or false, but he'll just say shit. Any, anyways, that's the only not, time I've ever it's lost easy. was when. My parents came into town, and okay. so they were playing with all of us. And um, since I'm their son, of course, they were going to shit on me. And my roommates already <laughs> shit on me in that game. So basically, like, I got, like, nothing from it. And the surprise winner in that game was... I hell, it was it? Oh, yeah. That yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I and love to see Alex and his dad was shit talking to each other. Finally, I got someone to take care of him. Yeah. <laughs> it was Alex like, looked why? Right, Papa. Why are you <laughs> helping my dad or something like that? Man. Like, if his parents weren't there, Alex would have popped <laughs> the fuck off for sure. Yeah, remember, there was, was one time, it was basically... Christmas, <laughs> uh, we, we went to Alex's house, we played Katana as well. Oh, yeah. I met how a friend with Alex's brother. I do remember that. I Didn't I win that one, Your though? sister did. Oh, that is right, yeah. yeah. Your brother was my that. homie, he trained um, with me all the time. Dude, okay. Don't, don't say anything. So. For me, though, is like the monopoly <laughs> of the, all the games we played. It was it was the game I liked the least. <sighs> I think it's an amazing game. It just for me, it's just so long. So it's, it's easily a three or four hour excursion, and it's just yeah. I don't know. It's, it's easily. It is not though. It doesn't have to. Well, no, but Sam, the way that we play, the the game max can be at least three (laughs) hours. The fastest game I've ever had in that game is probably like, and this is with my family, and it's probably like an hour and a half. It's an excursion. You guys suck. I, I've been playing. Oh my I've been god! You guys are playing. Family. We got a game done. In well, the, okay, but the thing is, is like is ago. your guys, you guys, you guys are too soft on each other and are fucking cowards. My family is fucking ruthless. You guys, obviously, no, we're not. No, nah. in this game, we should pose the fuck too. Man. We take every opportunity Big doubt. to hurt each other. Then, then you guys we... are probably doing something wrong. That's all I gotta say. 
No, no, that's no. a lie. First, the game says it only takes okay, forty to sixty minutes. Okay, you okay. were doing something wrong. No, that's because we did it wrong. You're doing something. I like how he says you're doing something wrong. It takes forty <laughs> to sixty minutes. We did it in twenty minutes. Okay, I'm, I, I, we do it in basically an hour. And, I, and I, like, the one. No. No, you you guys don't know how to fucking play it if you're finishing it in 20 minutes. <laughs> I would love to see. It, it's the one person one. I'd love really to see that. That's what happened. Most of our games. And you guys are about suck at rolling. The RNG. The one that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the one thing I miss about Catan is when Z's trying to tra- trade for some shit. Like anybody got any woods? Uh. Any woods? <laughs> Oh yeah, we we've been. Well, my family cannot figure out the correct terms. We've gotten forest <laughs> logs, timber? timber, clay for bricks. Uh, so wheat Ooh. is also Man. corn, grain, uh, you know, hay. Man. Sheep is back. No wonder you guys yeah, finished the twenty. I would love to see a game of Catan. It's one we one game we finished in twenty. Would love to see that. <laughs> True. We can do it. You just got to speak. Like you literally, not, everybody not would have to be on their things like No, no, nah, nah, we're strategists. Be like boom, 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 boom. All right, then we need to. So that's push this along. Anyways, yeah. So we play settler. <laughs> Sam is a fucking idiot. Um, we're gonna move on to. <laughs> um, What's next? One that I next? found. Oh, yeah, Sam's well, an idiot. <laughs> that was my phone. One that I uh, also brought into the group <laughs> in uh, that I found through playing uh, Magic the Gathering, which is the biggest card game I play just on my own, um, is a game called Sushi Go. And oh. that game we played so much of, yes. probably way more, I don't know, at least I think of Catan or a lot of other games with Sushi Go. And it's so fun. It's just a game where you shuffle up, you deal out your seven or however many cards based on players there are, um, and you just get points based on these combos you make with different types of sushi cards you play. And I don't know, it was a simple game, but it was a lot of fun. And I don't know, I I feel like the tactileness of it, where you had to actually write out the the score at the end with a pencil and paper made it kind of cool too, because there was a little... uh, I don't know, a little suspense at the end when, when everyone was trying to figure out, okay, who'd be the winner? Because it's a three-round game, I think. It, it's been forever since I played it, but, man, that was a fun one. Yes. I think what made that game really fun, too, mm-hmm. was that you trade your hands each round. So uh, you don't... You have to kind of... Yeah. Pl- you're playing with four hands, and you're trying to figure out which order you want to yeah. play cards Well, that's in how I found it. Things because, like that, too. I think that's what made it um, really fun. One of the formats in Magic the Gathering is called Draft, and it's the same thing. You get a card, of, or you get a hand, and you pick one card from it and pass the rest of the hand to the next person until the hand's empty. Um, so that's how I kind of found that. But, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely fun to play. It, it was really funny. Um once we started to get good at it because we would start to recognize the combos. I mean, it didn't take that long to learn what the combos were, but for example, we would see, uh, what was the blue card where, where it, w- it went from like, if you had, if you had one, it was one point two was three. Then it was five. Oh, wasabi. 
Yeah, the dumpling. So oh, oh, the wasabi, dumplings? you had to have nigiri. Yeah, but, dumplings. Um, yeah, the dumplings. So it, it would be really funny to see um, your the person on your left, uh, like collecting a bunch of. It was dumplings. Yeah, dumplings, and then yes. instead of taking the one card yeah, that dumplings. you need for your combo, you would take the dumpling that they need. I think yeah. Seb was talking about the one needs three to get ten points. What was that one? Sashimi? That was sashimi, I think, right? Sashimi, yeah. Oh, sashimi. Yes. That's a high That's the worst points. one, because you don't get any points um, if you have one or two. Yeah. It's a high-risk one, but if you play it right, and like depending on what cards are in play between the hands... You can definitely get one of those very easily because a lot of people mm-hmm. won't pick those cards up first. Yeah. And so, like, the one thing that you'll see is the person uh, behind you is will end up starting to pick up all of the cards right. that you need just so that you won't get points. So you get that crap. <laughs> I remember, um, mentality what was game. it? One time, I think we played Sushi Go and it was loser had to take whatever concoction oh, each one no. was added. Oh, I recorded that. Damn. Yeah. Rip Irvin is not here, man. Yeah, it was Irvin. No. We recorded it. So basically, like, um, after the three rounds of playing, Irvin came out the loser. Um, me, Z, Gerald. I don't know. I don't you think so. Seth? I don't, I don't think you were. I have it. Yeah. Um, oh, Seth. No, that was, was that was okay. after Seth left. He went back to Vegas. Oh. That was oh, like wow. the last thing we did. That's why we did it because it was going to be um, one of our last. But um, it was right before you. But all yeah, graduated. so uh, Irvin lost, and basically, yeah. So four of us, we went to the fridge and we grabbed whatever we wanted. Put it, mixed it all together, and Urban had to take it. Like he had to eat it. Um, what did he? I think it was just the meatball, though, right? We're, I'm trying to. So, what do you guys remember grabbing? <laughs> it was like oh. a bunch of condiments and stuff like Everything. that. Everything. I think we even <laughs> put some of Sam's milk. Yeah, Sam's milk. Um, oh, oh. Le- uh, raspberry lemonade. And some mustard. Yeah, it was gross. Like anything, like, anything Butter. somewhat liquid. We put it in there. Mustard, ketchup, like A1 yeah. sauce, probably. We yeah, had yeah. we added a bunch of sauces and liquids. And okay, like, I have it. So now. basically, like, I think, did we add jelly to uh, the or, jelly or peanut butter? Did we add one of those? You want me to send you the video? Okay. I have it. Probably jelly. Probably jelly or something like that. Uh, yeah, you can send it, but no one's yeah. going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can send it after, though. Um, but yeah, so we mixed it all up. Irwin had to take a spoonful of this. And so we're all just recording him because we're like, this shit's about to be disgusting. And so, like, Irvin basically took a spoonful, started <laughs> gagging, almost threw up. And then um, we were just laughing our asses off because we were kind of, we were just, we just wanted to do that for shits and giggles. And I was honestly like, I don't give a fuck if I am not first. I don't want to be last. <laughs> that, yeah, that was yeah. the goal. <laughs> Don't need to win, just need to beat Irvin. Because Irvin yeah. came in last every single round. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. he kind of, he kind yeah. of should have known, honestly. Yeah. Like, 
He lost that game most of the yeah. time. I feel bad because Irvin is not that good at like the video games that we all play <laughs> together, which is mainly Rainbow. Right. And then he's not that great at the board games either. <laughs> and it feels so bad sometimes to just oh, shit on. But you know what he was good at? Was bringing I know you're one say, specific yeah, board game to the table that I miss more than any yes. other board game. Yes. So, okay. Bloodborne, yeah. is that right? Yes. That was the most the interesting Bloodborne yeah. the board game. Amazing. Or card game. Yeah, it was board and who, card. Yeah, who? Act, yeah, it was yeah. a board card game. It it had cards, but most board games have cards, so it's a board. Game. Who actually remembers that one card? A weapon? I, I just remember yes. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to play that so. Bad. Yeah, and then you pick up other weapons you, and like potions and shit like that throughout the game and. Uh, you're working somewhat collectively mm-hmm. with the other people to defeat one singular monster, oh, that's right? Because they can, the monster can fuck up everybody. But you're also trying to get the other people killed so that they lose their uh, blood coin things or whatever. Yeah. And so you're kind of working together, yeah. kind of not working together. That game was so always like, uh, honestly, that game took me so long to like. I, I can honestly say that I don't think I'm actually still adjusted to it. Like that's crazy. I, I remember really that enjoying that one. It was re- it. It, it was really fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, just I had a similar experience as Alex with a another. Yeah, that was definitely the one that we wanted to mention for Irvin since he was gone. Since he brought in Bloodborne, the board game to the group, and I think he definitely deserves credit for that. One game where I had a similar experience uh, with a- that Alex had. Where it's where I we just both think it's an amazing game, but one of us sucks at it. For me, that game was this card game that Sam bought called Lotus. I absolutely love Lotus, <laughs> Lotus but I'm fun. garbage at it. I don't I know love why. Lotus. So is my aunt. <laughs> my aunt loves it, but she can't. You know what's hilarious? Okay, she can't, I don't have that for the problem, life of but... her. Figure out how to place the I just, cards in their formations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, game I don't know, strategy it's just so is aesthetically fine. pleasing. I don't really? think I've played that one at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever played that one. Really? Interesting. Okay, Honestly, well, for the most part, I don't. It was the last time. Ever it was the last game I learned. People on that game. Guys. Yeah, it, it holds because they allowed up to four. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Z, you never wanted to learn <laughs> these games, bro. Yeah. Ah, oh, Z. Z would yes. want to play like three games. Z was the me like for me and video yeah. games. I don't like exploring too many video games that like much. Key. That's Z for board games. On. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exploding kittens, dude. Kitten I remember katan. picking up <laughs> a, new, uh, a new way the to pronounce NSFW version of exploding kittens off of the Facebook Marketplace in Reno. Like I went to oh. this random oh side God. neighborhood i went and so i i found this mom because basically how i got it was there was this mom who had bought the not safe for work version for their <laughs> kid and then didn't realize it until it was too late so then she put it up on the facebook marketplace and i went j- drove and this was one of the first semesters i had my car up in reno and i drove my car out to this lady's house knocked on her door rang the doorbell and it 
took her about 20 minutes before she answered the door just for me to get this stupid game but it was worth it i would i would go on that excursion again <laughs> anything to make alex rage right right bud right alex buddy old pal okay. there were there were two other games that i can visualize <laughs> that were uh little or actually three that were niche games but they didn't come about until our very last semesters of being there one of them was the dungeons and dragons equivalent of rock paper scissors and sam you had brought that one right well that was you uh no, that was me. No, that, that one. Yes. Yeah. So the game that Seth is talking about is called Rock Paper Wizards, and it's uh a game. It's a game of rock paper scissors, but a bunch of people can play. You can play with five, six people if you wanted to, uh, and you throw out different hand signs. Like, it looks like everybody's in a different gang and everybody's about to get their ass whooped, but uh, you throw up different hand signs at people and each hand sign represents a different spell. And those spells would affect your, uh, the other person's game piece and things like that. And your goal was to try to get to, I think 25 gold pieces uh, by doing well uh, placement wise on this board and things um, like that and that that game definitely what was, was the game sam where you had bought two of them on accident it was this tiny black and red box you know what i'm talking about <laughs> we barely played it it was a good game uh oh, what was that uh, yeah it has that i we forgot it, it once called. i wanted to yeah i need to play to play that again i don't remember the name of it but i bought two on accident there was a massive sale mm-hmm. on this website called hold up hold on What's it called? What's it called? Miniature Market. A massive board game sale, and it was like, you know, $3 for a $20 game. I bought a bunch of games like that. I still haven't played three out of five of them that I bought. Oh, yeah, um, microfilms. But that was oh, one and of then them. Zoology or another, whatever it was, was in called. the same vein. They were both deception. Yeah, microfilms are pretty <gasps> Zoo- oh, Yeah, ah, Zooscapes. Yes. Zooscapes. I I'm visualizing Zoo-scapes. the shelf uh, right now that we have all these games on. That. They liked it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the one that I was gonna say. It was like, do you remember Goddess? It, is that what it was called? No, we did. It was in the it was in the Pentagon shaped box. We or never played right? that. Like, or we did once. We did it. no, no, it was in a regular I thought box, Gerald but it was. It. Um, yeah, we played it. You, me, and Irvin, or me and Irvin, and someone mm-hmm. at least. I think I played. I played that one. We least. were down in the pit. Yeah, I remember we did actually it? play, and one we game couldn't of it really play real, because of that. Uh, <laughs> so loud. In Canada or in uh, the apartment? No, we did. Yeah, I remember distinctly. We did play at least one we or still, two games. I don't think we ever figured it out, though. Yeah, yeah. I rem- right, but did we like actually figure out yeah. how no, I, the, I like, the strategy and whatnot? Because we lost the first time for sure. Is it? It's a cooperative, cooperative game like that. Well, all right. I mean, that's better memory than I have of it. But uh, yeah, the ones I bought in that sale were microfilms, the black, white, and red one that I can't remember the name of, uh, Zooscapes, God, whatever it is. It's not actually called Godforge, God right? Video game, but Isn't it Godforge? Uh, it's something like that. It's oh, the same concept. I was talking about that one. No, Godsforge no, God's that, was that, one that one other one that uh, I in bought. Like a Pentagon and I brought or something. Oh, uh, ah, I swore it had a pentagon or the board was the... pentagon shaped or something. No, still not yeah. a pentagon shaped box. 
God's Forge, yeah. It was okay, circular. The board was circular. I love that game. Um, I brought that when I when I visited Vegas last January. I brought yeah. it because I bought it uh, with store credit from a tournament in in Sacramento, and um, I didn't have it when we were all still in Reno. So yeah, I really like that one. But the the one I'm talking about is that it's that little box and it's just it's it's a card game basically. But you're trying oh, to build the world that. like you're gods, the elemental gods or whatever, trying to put the world together. It was me, Irvin, and someone who just played. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah, it was me, Irvin, and Gerald. And I'm pretty sure we only played that once, right, Gerald? Yeah, yeah. I wanted we didn't understand it, so we kind of gave up. But I want to try it again. I think one of the other ones that you had that was pretty cool too came out to Vegas with your dice, the zombie dice game (laughs) thing. Oh, zombie dice! That's the perfect. See, we the way the way our board game nights worked, (laughs) right? Yeah, was we never went right into one of the big games like Coup. Yeah, you got to warm up. (laughs) We warmed up and. We used to warm up with Sushi Go or Exploding Kittens or something easy like that. But after I got Zombie Dice, I realized that is the warm-up yep. game of all warm-up games. It's the simplest part. It's Farkle. I remember. Yeah. with zombies. Yeah. And it's a little bit, little bit into Farkle. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think that was... Zombie Dice is great. Yeah. You and Gerald specifically. I remember the last semester, <laughs> the last semester I was there. We, we were, like, coming off our board game high a little bit and just... Every yeah, night was just was. Farkle. Like there was dice rolling on that <laughs> that gray table every night. <laughs> that yeah. <fucking> table. <laughs> and they just have oh shit because <laughs> yeah. a die would roll off and then he'd be on the, the small side of the table, tiny shitty gray table, squeeze through and shit. Uh, I miss it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wobbly you had to. Oh, had yeah, no lights, huh. couldn't see anything because I had to put my yeah. my photo yeah. light out there. Yeah, which was too bright, but like it was better than not being yeah. able to see. And then didn't Z eventually get we got two yeah, or some shit for out there? That shit never worked. It never worked. Uh, it was garbage. Yeah. It literally worked. There was um work. You know, dice the, game it lit up. Actually, a combo not dice and card game that Sam and I played briefly, and it was Star Wars Destiny. That was fun. Fun for a little bit, yeah. Oh yeah, I still have it. I still have it. Next time I come to Vegas, I think the yes. other major one. Yeah, uh, you should talk about. Yeah, those I had stuff, two uh, left on my list. Legendary that I wanted to bring up. Deck building. Before games. I, I want to save those two for last because I think those two were just crazy. But um, the other one I wanted to bring up was just regular old Dungeons and Dragons. I ran a session. Um, I think it was originally me, Alex, um, Irvin, and then Irvin's girlfriend at the time. Irvin. And, yeah, I remember that being a lot of fun. Uh, we played it on Sunday mornings or something like that, and that was a great time. Uh, I dip in and out of Dungeons and Dragons all the time. I recently just got back into it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, Sam's in my my session now, but, um, yeah, and then I remember... Moving back to Vegas or something, I remember doing another campaign with Alex, Gerald, Alex's cousin and brother. Yeah. So that was yeah. fun. And now I'm doing yeah. one with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. 
Except Cruz just ah! write that down, Sam. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, he probably doesn't care. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't, sure isn't Cruz cool? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not bothering him. with Cruz. Uh, so it's Cruz. We could <laughs> level so much against him. Yeah, but so he uh, he ended up shooting one of us with oh, an arrow in Dungeons and Dragons me, and killing us. Yeah, yeah, I think it was you. And then, and then he wanted to take all the credit because he was the last one alive and somehow killed the final monster. We're like, bro, nah. But the thing was, is like during that entire fight, he didn't hit a single fucking arrow on the monster. And the one yeah, he, he like does rolled a hit one is and on then hit Alex or something. Yeah. And then he hit the final shot though too. No, he hit the well, final yeah. shot though. But he was, but he like, died the last too. One left alive or something. We lo- we all died in that one. We all died oh yeah, I I think we kept dying in all <laughs> of the campaigns, and then Seth was like, "Oh, it made it pretty easy, bro." I'm the like, whole point of, I have a plus." Yeah, the whole character. point of being a DM is you're supposed to not kill <laughs> oh, your good. party, but sometimes good to like, they just die. It happens. I did learn later, though. <laughs> yeah, roll that nat one, dude. There's only so much you can do against bad dice rolls. Just roll that but, nat um, one. <laughs> I did realize later. That literally not until this year, until I got back in the Dungeons and Dragons, because there's just so many rules to that game. There's so many books you have to have for it to to understand how to play, and especially if you're the dungeon master, you have to know so many rules. But um, what what I was gonna say was I learned later that so what happens in D and D is if your character is knocked to zero HP, um, what happens is they start making death saving throws, and what that means is. They roll a 20-sided dice, and if they roll between a 1 and a 10, that counts as a death. But if they roll between a, an 11 and a 20, that counts as a save. Um, however, if you roll a 20, that counts as two saves. But if you, count, if you roll a 1, that counts as two losses. But something that I, I didn't realize until this year was you can do something called stabilize. And what that means is you can have one of your teammates come over to you and roll a medicine check or, a, or something on you. And if they roll above a 10, you just you just stabilize and you go to, you just become unconscious, but you don't have to make death saving throws. And I'm like, wow, that would have, that would have saved so many like oh, wow. player character deaths. Cause as a DM, you're not supposed to kill your party. Like you're supposed to be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> they just uh, get captured or something, but it just doesn't make sense from a narrative point of view. A lot of times, like if you're battling a huge monster, I feel like he's just going to kill you. <laughs> but I don't know. But see, the thing is, the thing is, though, Seth, is there was one time, I think we were like, going into a, a desert or something like that. And depending on the way that we yeah. went through it, we would have to fight a bunch <laughs> of enemies on the way there. And we all died in that campaign. And after the fact, when you t- were telling us about <laughs> that, you were, you said, damn, I can't believe y'all still died, even though... Alex's brother yeah. just yes. saved you from like fighting fifty enemies. Oh, that one was. <laughs> it was. Like, I, remember, like, I remember. I remember. I still like have the book, and I was about to get something. rid of it. But now you're making me not want to get rid of it. But it was a. Uh, it was a mission in Ghosts of Saltmarsh where you enter this like, it's like a lizard folk lair, and basically yeah. you can go in, and you're supposed to rope. The game wants you to role play. And talk to all these lizards without fighting them. But if you go into this lair of lizard folk, there's literally like 40 rooms that the characters can enter. Um, and yeah, but 
but they they ended up outsmarting it and but i mean they still died but yeah no literally if they would have done a certain thing in the game they would have had to they would have just straight up been assaulted by 50 lizard folk it was yeah that's the, that's the name of the creature lizard folk cuz they're like humanoid lizards <laughs> folk. but why are they called but yeah so to bring folk? it bring it to the end uh, one of the last uh, so weird. board games that I, I did introduce it when we were all living, or at least, no, I was in the apartment, and so I believe it was junior year. I was in the apartment, but the boys were still in Canada, and uh, one game that, and I remember buying it at this store that was in Meadowood Mall in Reno that we always went to go look at board games to buy, but we never really end up buying too many from that store just because they were like retail price and it was the mall. So we just ended up buying them online. But uh, this, even though Resistance was definitely my favorite board game of all time, my favorite genre of board game that I got everyone into was deck building games. And that's something that I introduced to the whole group, but really only Gerald and I got super into, but Gerald and I got way closer like playing these deck building games the two that i'm talking about are marvel legendary and the dc deck building game and both of the games basically worked in the same way um with the marvel game you chose a lineup of five heroes so if you have the core set which i ended up going overboard and buying literally i I shit you not 30 plus expansions of this fucking game I literally, I easily spent thousands of dollars on all these expansions (laughs) and card sleeves that I bought for this stupid game. But it was amazing because you pick a lineup of five characters and you're working together. So it's another game where you're not working against each other. I mean, there's one aspect of the game where you are. Like, at the end, you can count up and see who has most points to see who's the MVP or whatever. But um, for the most part, it's a cooperative game where you pick five heroes, um, you shuffle all of them together, and then you're supposed to fight a mastermind so in the in the core game, you can fight like Red Skull, and he's the easiest one. And uh, but then there's like Magneto and Loki. But once you get into the expansions, you can start fighting some really hard people. So I didn't, so I remember just Gerald and I just sunk. Yeah, Thanos is insanely hard to fight. Understandably. Thanos. So what what was cool about Thanos is in that was the Guardians of the Galaxy expansion where you got a physical little circular punch out Infinity shards. And um, the way that it worked was once you got a certain number of shards, you could use the shards to, to purchase these cards to purchase more heroes to add to your own personal deck. And then once you got so many good cards, you can start purging the old cards. And then you did more damage each turn. And then you could get more points to buy better cards. Um, but yeah, no, it was, just, it was just a lot of fun. Gerald and I uh, had lots of fun playing it, sleeping, them up, sleeping up all the expansions, uh, yeah, just sinking hours into the game. Finding the best um, combos of heroes to put together. I remember I thought it was super epic when um, we discovered that if you went through all the expansions and you found all the spider people that costed two or less, you could just make this broken team of spider friends and that could basically kill anybody because all the... Because most of the Spider-Man different characters, like Spider-Man, Spider-Girl, Spider-Man, yeah. Black Hat, Ultimate Spider-Man, there were some that costed three or more recruit points to buy, but some were two or... Most of the Spider-Man cards care if it's two or less, so if you chain those together, it was crazy. Gerald was really good about 
Wolverine. Like, oh my god. Like, Gerald played so much Wolverine. Yeah. Well, because Wolverine, the main strat with that is just he had a lot of cards with conditions where you could draw more cards. And so then it would allow you to get more attack points and more yeah. recruiting points so that you could just keep building the hell out of your deck. Yeah. And it just spirals out of control. And eventually, you we just have so many epic moments. Deck. There's one card in particular called the BFG that just lets you. What did it do, Gerald? Like instantly kill a mastermind or something? BFG. Yes. It was similar to the yeah. You could you could take out one mastermind attack similar, by but just it was playing the card in a way. I forgot. But, yeah, the BFG, because in order for you to beat the game with whoever you're playing it with, you have to um, fight the Mastermind four times and survive. Um, But you can lose the game. But the game was so customizable every time. Every game was different because you could have different heroes. You could have a different Mastermind. The Mastermind had a different scheme each time. Um, Different villain groups henchmen schemes different villains um, too. amount of scheme twists amount henchmen. of master strikes the bystander deck could be customized the wound deck could be customized you could add sidekicks to it you could change maria hill like there was so much there was even an ex- found in a store in sacramento uh when we went to um we we drove there was one time that I believe it was Sam, Gerald, and I, or, or it was at least Sam and I. It was oh, it was Sam Z and I. Sam Z and I. Yeah, we all went to Sacramento because I wanted I to go to this concert, and then Z- we ended up staying at Sam's house. But Sam Sam showed us this uh, game store, um, and I ended up finding the Marvel Legendary Villains expansion where it was actually reversed, and you played as the villains, and you were taking out the the uh, the heroes, but. Yeah, just what made that game so fun was just all the expansions and how customizable it was. The DC deck building game was pretty much the same thing, except the, the main difference with that one was you're, that one you were less working together, and even though you're essentially putting together your own individual deck um, to do more damage each turn, um, it was more so you're playing against each other, and then you got assigned at least one or two heroes to be uh, that game. So instead of picking five heroes to start the game, like like instead of picking uh, Iron Man and Black Widow, you were basically assigned Batman and Wonder Woman. So it was pretty fun. It, it was just a lot of fun. Gerald and I played those games well into uh, after we moved back to Las Vegas. And uh, I just remember him coming over and us whipping out the games. Eventually, Gerald uh, moved out of Vegas and moved to New Mexico, and I ended up selling mm-hmm. all those games because I just went way too deep in it. And I remember I was trying to collect records at the time, uh, board game. Yeah, it was just too much. So I ended up selling them all. Uh, I definitely miss playing them all, though. And I got it. Like, especially now that we're in a pandemic, I think it would be so- just that feeling of sitting around a table with people and playing a game. Ugh. Just makes me, just makes me nut thinking about it. Yes, it was just nice. It was just nice having that first social time interaction where all right. you all lived with each other, and it was just like, "Fuck it, you want to whip out some games? Let's do it." And you just had that face to face interaction, and yeah, it was awesome. 
tons of good memories from board games. Yeah, well, as I said earlier, we were going to talk about all the board games that we've played throughout our years that brought us a lot closer together. Oh, fuck. Together. And, um, yeah, those were some of them. If you want to hear more in-depth detail on these games that we played, you can message us on Anchor. Um, Just find us. Return of the Roommates. And if you're listening to us on any other podcast platform, feel free to subscribe and like to us. That really helps us out. And it gives you all the notifications for when our next episode is out. And yeah, um, also feel free to leave a message about if you want us to talk about anything because we will go into (laughs) a fucking debate on any topic. Um, So yeah, um, with that, we're going to close out. And this is Alex saying see you later. And everyone else will say goodbye now, starting with Gerald. Sam, like bye later. Seth. Adios. See ya. <laughs>